Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Win money betting on golf this year. Betting on golf is fun, but picking winners isn't easy. BetSports Golf has the data, tools, and experts to turn your Sundays into paydays. Members get in-depth articles, research tools, and our team's picks each and every week. If you had bet $100 on every wager the BetSports Golf team had recommended last year, you'd be up nearly $10,000. For a limited time, you can head to BetSportsGolf.com to get a special price on a year-long subscription. This is Playing Around with Paige Renee. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Playing Around podcast. You're with Paige and Sam, and we are together. Together. We're in the same room. We're in the same room. <laughs> I've never done a podcast with someone in the same room before, so this is a first for me. Yeah, we're in this like big hotel suite and like cuddled up right next to each other. So yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. And so we're here together because I am the guest correspondent for Inside Edition for the Super Bowl. The Waste Management is also this week. And there's a ton of other really fun stuff, uh, Maximum Party. And so Sam is doing all the BTS for OP, which is only page and as well as I mean, all of my other content and podcast. Yeah, it's been a full week. And I've only been here like 36 hours. <laughs> um, it's crazy that the Super Bowl is still like five days away. We haven't even started waste management uh, content yet. So it's gonna be really fun. Yeah, I've had four six shoots so far so even before this whole week started i had four shoots all back to back club champion club champion and then um only page content which i'm really excited about it was uh valentine's day pictures and then also uh the uh masters the master's towel the master's towel she shot the master's towel the master's towel which everyone's really hopefully excited about fingers crossed but uh, whew, we are exhausted. I'm sure we'll have even more to talk about next week. But let's get into some golf talk. So we have Justin Rose. He won the AT&T at Pebble Beach. What a throwback name. Yeah, I don't think he, he hasn't won in four years, but it was his 11th win on tour. It makes you think like how crazy good he still is, obviously, but was for such a short yeah. period or that period of time when he won 10 times. Yeah. haven't heard about him in forever. Justin Rose is one of my favorite players. He has always been so nice, such a good person, and he works really hard. So it's great to see him back in the winner's circle. But I will admit that I didn't watch one shot at all at the AT&T Beach Tour. I didn't watch it. I didn't either. And I think, you know, golf fans are so picky with the time zones that we like to watch in. And then you have it when it's three hours behind. Obviously, we're mostly on the East Coast. And it's like, okay, they're not teeing off till five. That's almost my bedtime. 
So it's just, it was a hard tournament to watch. And then I admit that I don't really even understand the format still kind of with the amateurs and it's confusing. So they have the team event with the celebrities that are playing alongside the pros. And then there was weather delay. So it was all messed up from the very beginning, but I, used to look forward to this tournament every single year and this year I just wasn't that excited about it and I think it's because they tend to bring in the same celebrities every single event that's like this the same kind of format and I'm just kind of wishing that they would bring new people in yeah you're right it is you know every year we see the celebrity list and I'm like yeah same same Aaron guys Rogers, year, yeah. Rucker, same <laughs> yeah. guys yeah Bill um, Murray oh my god Bill Murray's always like the headline celebrity and I'm like okay um so yeah I don't know I've seen a lot of things that say that you know that tournament is kind of going downhill and it needs a little bit of a, a revamp I don't know what would help it but I think you're right I think some change of celebrities having more women in the field would also be great Kira was the only girl the only woman and I asked to play in this tournament a couple of years ago and they said since that I am still considered a pro golfer that I'm not allowed to play and then I went to go get my amateur status back from the USGA and they said no you can't have your amateur status back and so I'm in this weird gray area where I'm not playing professional golf. I have no desire to play professional golf, but I can't get my amateur status back and I can't play any of these, you know, fun celebrity events. So it just puts me in a really weird spot. And I would love to be able to go out and play at the AT&T and be able to represent a little bit more for the women. Yeah. But there are good female golfers out there who I'm sure would love to play. So that's interesting that you can't get your amateur status back. I know it's like you have to have played in a specific percentage of pro events or something, right? They said that I have earned too much money off of having a title as being a professional golfer, which doesn't make sense to me because everyone in my comments is like, you suck at golf. So I don't know how you that don't correlates. You don't market yourself as a professional I golfer. I don't. That was it, a short period of time. And no, I played for a year and a half and I definitely did not earn enough money to be able to. Huh to be considered still like a professional golfer in the eyes of the USGA. But yeah, they won't even, we tried a couple times and every time it was a hard no. Interesting. Well, there you go. I've never, I didn't know that about you. So yeah. that's interesting. That's why things. she's not playing in the AT&T everyone. <laughs> but speaking of controversy. So how do you even say the, the bridge, the, I feel like we're going to get in trouble if we say it wrong. Swilkin? Swilkin Bridge. Swil, Swil, I don't know. So it's the Bridge of St. Andrews, and they built this patio-like stone addition to the bridge. And so when you're walking up to the bridge, you basically have a little patio before you get on there. And they did that because it was just dead grass. Because yeah. so many people obviously were going to walk up the bridge, take their pictures, and so they wanted to make it look a lot better. They got so much hate to the point that they have removed the patio, and now it's just dirt. So the, it, I can't believe this. This all happened within 48 hours. And they said, quote, we are unable to create a look which is keeping with its iconic setting and we have made the decision to remove it. And I think that that is such a back down move. I hate it. Stand your ground, right? You pick fights on Twitter, you stand your ground. Same as you. <laughs> That's why we get along. Um, but I think it's like, I can't believe that they gave up so fast. And it wasn't, it was a little controversy. I was looking and a couple big name pros jumped in on it. And of course, people hate change. And so I understand why they were upset. 
But I thought it looked fine. I thought it looked better. Looked better. Honestly, than than the the dirt. Yeah, than the dead grass. And I see this all the time with partners that I work with where they get one or two negative comments and they freak out and they're like, I can't handle this at all. But on social media, you need 70% hate, 30% love to actually grow. And I tell people this all the time. And that's why I have been so successful is because I get the hate comments. You want that, the back and forth, you want people to start a conversation. You can't start a conversation if everyone is agreeing with you. So you need people to disagree and then people who agree are going to fight. And then all of a sudden you have a thousand plus comments and they're sharing it to other people. That is how you work the system in social media. And so within golf, as soon as they get one comment, they're like, oh, oh, oh no, oh no, oh no, we got to rip everything up. And they probably wasted so much money building it, ripping it out. And then they're going to have to find another alternative, which I'm sure people are also going to be upset about. They have like a people pleasing problem, I think is the issue. I actually saw, uh, I was watching this popular TikToker on a podcast and he said, I purposefully say errors in my TikTok so that people will comment and correct me because comments boost the social media algorithm. Like it just is what it is. And so he'll say like 19 plus 10 is 21. And all the comments are like, it's 19. Dude, you're <laughs> stupid. Like, but then the best thing you can do, honestly, everyone listening to this, the best thing you can do if you don't like someone is to just keep scrolling. Like that's you not support. That's you not boosting their content. Anytime you write a hateful comment, you're boosting their content and their engagement. You're actually helping them grow. So even like Skip Bayless, anytime he has a massive controversy, the reason he doesn't get fired is he has 10 million hits in two hours and everyone is talking about him. And then everyone is going to tune in the next morning to see what he has to say. And then they're going to watch that clip and it goes viral. And that's how, again, that's how you work the system. And even with my content, I will wear certain things that I know is going to spark a conversation and it's going to get those comments and or I'll do something in a swing video because how many times can you watch the same fucking swing video you can't yeah like how many times do you say this is how you get out of a bunker it's been done over and over and over again so if I can wear something that causes a conversation and then that boosts the video everyone knows that but apparently no one does (laughs) so that's interesting because how are you able to not let the hate that is about you that you weren't trying trying to cause affect you. I know we've talked about this before, but I still, I feel like it's so amazing. You just get used to it. Yeah. It's just a part of my everyday life now. And there are certain comments that will always get to me, but that more stems from an insecurity that I have and they pick at it. But with everything else that I do, it's like, good. Like I'm doing something that's starting a conversation and it's going to boost it. Every horrible thing that has ever happened to me in my life has been the best thing in my career where I've gained the most followers. So Dubai, the first go around, I gained 500,000 followers. Uh, The leaked picture, I gained a ton of followers. And anytime I'm like literally in the corner crying and wanting to die, it's like rapid, crazy on social media. And that's why I say no one gets canceled anymore because, you know, controversy stems more engagement. And before you know it, everyone is talking about you. And that's why you see a lot of people on social media doing these outrageous stunts to go viral because it's all about the shock value now, which 
a lot of it, I mean, that's a whole nother discussion in itself, which isn't good, but you do, you have to take risks. And that's my, when I talk to partners, I always say that it's like, we have to take risks. We have to do things that are different because that's actually going to sell more product for you. And you have to ignore the hate comments because that's good. Because everyone else is doing the exact same thing. And that stuff just gets pushed down and pushed down. I think when I was on the news, I, you know, people love to sit there and on their recliners and write emails about how ugly your dress is. And I'm like, okay, but it's like having those people in your life, you care about their opinions. If my mom said the dress was ugly, okay, then maybe I'd listen to it. But like, if you you have to really take into account whose opinions you really care about. And these people on Twitter with five followers, like, sorry, but I don't really care what you have to say. No, and and we've always had this discussion within my team about my business and what the line is for being sexy. And I always tell them that, okay, partners and audience and everyone out there, that's fine. Everyone has their opinion. But the opinion that matters to me is my family, the people who matter most in my life. And if they have you know, some issues with it, then I'll, I'll, I'll rein it back in. But if they're okay with it, you know, my mom is the biggest instigator out of everyone. She was at the last shoot that I did. And she was like, okay, now take this off and take this off and let's wrap something around your neck and like do all this stuff. And she has no problem with it because she did lingerie modeling. And my dad obviously was dating my mom when she was doing that. So it was never a problem. And so I've grown up in that environment. And I'm like, that's the opinion that really matters to me. And I always just kind of stay true to what they think and what their line is. Cause then I'm like, okay, that's, that's a good line for me. Yeah. And it's realizing who those people are and keeping your circle tight. Like we were talking about yesterday. (laughs) It's it's tough out here, especially when you're growing up and trying to have friends and it's just, everybody's busy and yeah, it's, it's hard. It's really hard. So moving on to the waste management, it's a little different this year because the PGA Tour has kind of revamped their schedule and they have these elevated events where bigger names have to show up. Mm -hmm. And in the past, I think a lot of the big names have avoided the waste management because it's crazy. It is one massive party and the crowds are rowdy and you have to be fully prepared as a player to handle that. Last night at the opening night for Super Bowl, I talked to Justin Thomas, who was playing this event a lot, and he said, it is a mindfuck. You know, you really have to be totally focused, prepared for this event. And so it's going to be interesting how the first time players like a Roy McIlroy is going to do in this environment, because you just don't know what to, how to prepare for and what to expect, because it is so much bigger than what you can even imagine. Well, we say all the time, like, Rory is so cool, calm and collected. But this is a different environment. Yeah, like it's completely different. You see um, people who don't even like golf just go for the party. So they don't know how to have manners no. watching golf. Like you, you have to have such, you have to like put earplugs in, and like not even be able to hear anything is what I feel like the only way I would be able to literally make contact with the ball. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, how would you be able to hit that shot on 16? It's scary. So I played in the Pro-Am years ago, and there were 80,000 people just there for the Pro-Am day, which is bigger than most PGA Tour tournaments. And when you make the turn on 10, you could hear the crowds. And so 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, all you're doing is thinking of 16. Mm. And you can hear the boos, you can hear the cheers, and you're shaking. Every part of my body was shaking. I teed it up like three inches higher than normal. I'm like, you are not chunking this ball. (laughs) I luckily hit a really great shot, and I made birdie. And it was the coolest moment of my life. But imagine that feeling, plus being in contention and those nerves. They're probably flying on such a high, and the adrenaline, they're probably two clubs longer. 
Think about though, the difference between that atmosphere and Augusta, right? Where there's no, there's no birds at Augusta, let alone a guy throwing a beer at you. Like it's just a totally different atmosphere. And you think about it like that and you're like, well, damn, you got to have somebody who really can tune that stuff out. Who are you picking this week? You know, and this is really hard because I originally said someone like Rory who hasn't been there before potentially could struggle. But Rory is the type of person who rises up to that occasion and he loves controversy and he always plays well in the Ryder Cup and the Ryder Cup is rowdy. So he could actually have a really great time out there. Someone like Ricky Fowler who has the crowds on his side and they call him Big Dick Rick out there. Like they love them some Ricky Fowler and having that entire crowd on your side could really, really help you. But someone like a Colin Morikawa who seems a little bit more introverted and the sweetest person ever, it'll be interesting how a player like that will be able to react um, with those types of crowds. But then you have John Rahm, like a hometown favorite because he went to ASU and, you know, he wants it so badly. You can tell he wants to win there. Like how does that extra pressure affect him? And he's playing so well right now. So it could go so many different ways, but I honestly think Ricky Fowler might get it done. He's been trending. He's been playing well. And again, having those crowds on your side is massive. That's a that's a great take, a hot take. A very <laughs> hot take, a scolding hot take. Piping hot. Um, I am going to pick Joel Damon because uh, of good one. last year when him and Harry Higgs ripped their shirts off and were running around the 16th hole, I feel like that was his fun year. They obviously got fined, so I don't know if that's going to be happening again. Um, but I feel like now he knows what to expect. He's been playing well this season so far. Not up in total contention yet, but I feel like this is his vibe, if that makes sense. Like party fun. He played the Winter Park Nine Skins game with us once and I played in his group. So and cool. he was like so fun. And I, I don't know, something about him is piquing my interest this week. I like that pick a lot. I do have a question for you though. Oh gosh. Would you rather make a hole in one in a major, like say like at Augusta or an iconic golf course or at 16 at the waste management? A hole in one. Um yeah, probably waste management. Yeah, it's crazy. So we had two hole-in-ones last year and insanity. People are throwing beers. It is the loudest cheer you could possibly hear. There was a 10-minute delay after the first hole-in-one because they had to clean up all the shit that everyone threw on the green. First of all, if you're going, don't do that. That's rude. Yeah, don't do that. Throw it at your friend. Don't <laughs> throw it on the green. Um, but yeah, I... That was crazy. Carlos Ortiz said that he got hit in the back with a beer last year. Oh, no. I'm like, okay, let's let's have some manners. Um, but there's been so many storylines at Waste Management going all the way back to Tiger. Yeah, the whole one from Tiger, which that moment actually really started mm-hmm. the waste management tradition because everyone was throwing beers and you've never really seen that before at a golf tournament. And then everyone knows it's funny. It's like a tradition unlike any other is that video of the guy walking sideways and backwards because he is so incredibly drunk. Or I remember I've been going for the longest time. A guy took his leg off. <laughs> It's like a fake leg. He took it off and hopped over to the water and jumped in the water. I don't got know. out and like hobbled back. I don't know if I'm allowed to laugh. <laughs> I know it was insanity. And then so many people jumping, like streaking, drunk, jumping in the water, just so incredibly drunk. It it is 
it's a lot. Like you have to prepare yourself if you're going to go, but it is a party that you will probably not remember. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's your new slogan, waste management, a party you will probably not remember. There's next year's <laughs> marketing campaign. You're you welcome. welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be, it's going to be cool. But going back to our picks, uh, Colt Nose tweeted this stat that I thought was crazy. The events on tour so far, which have been the tournament champions, Sony, Amex, Farmers, AT&T, all have winners with four letters or less in their last name. So we've got uh, Rom, Kim, Rom, Homa, and Rose. Crazy. Do we think we're going to get a two-syllable last name winner? And we never say never. Well, you right? said Fowler. I said Damon. Yeah. So there we go. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Rom could get it done again, though. Could. Yeah. And, and Max Homa now is residing in Scottsdale. So, you know, he plays there all the time. That could also be another good player to look out for. But it's going to be really, really interesting. I've never been. So we go. That's shocking to me. I know. Well, I don't know. I'm a partier for sure. But like, I also, I think I would rather go party like that at a sporting event that I don't have so much like passion and love for because the person next to me threw a beer on the green, I would probably punch them in the face. So Sam might be arrested come Sunday. We well, no, because we'll be up. working. We'll be working. So maybe I'll... Come Monday. We will keep you updated on that one. But it is such a fun week. And anyone who hasn't been should make the trip to go out. Probably not the same week as the Super Bowl because it is crazy. Even now, just getting around is highly difficult and takes at least an hour longer. So plan for that as well. But it is one of the best weeks in the sporting world. I'm, I'm so excited. And you were even asking some football players last night, like, what's better, football or golf? I would say over half of them said golf. <laughs> they were saying golf. I was so shocked by that. Yeah. They were, like, all in on golf. And I think that's also one thing that's really cool is so many other athletes do love the game of golf. And it goes back to what we were saying with the AT&T. Let's bring new players in, new people. Like, I would love to see that because there's so many athletes and celebrities who are passionate about the game. Let's give them a shot. Yeah, I think there's there's so many celebrities that have a name in golf from other sports, like, you know, Tom Brady, like those kind of guys, Aaron Rodgers. And so, you know, golf, we're not going to go against the grain at all. No. So whatever. That's a whole other topic. It's time to get your swagger back with PointsBet Sportsbook. PointsBet exclusive lightning bets mean you can bet live on the next play minute by minute or build the perfect live same game parlay by combining your favorite bets right in the middle of the action. With PointsBet, you can cash out before the game is over and get your money instantly. Plus, every day at 6 p.m. Eastern, there's PointsBet Power Hour where customers get bet credits, boosted odds, and more. So download the PointsBet app today and sign up with code PAGE in any of PointsBet's live states to get a second chance on your first five bets up to 100 each. That's five straight days of second chances where PointsBet will match your losing wager and bet credits. Call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800gambler.net. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Let's get into I Said What I Said. Our new segment, we debuted it last week, was a hit. Um, this one is random, but it all started with Keith Mitchell. <laughs> so I get a text out of the blue from Sam, and she goes, why aren't we talking about the fact that Keith Mitchell is hot? And I, I like, I know what Keith Mitchell looks like, but I had to look him up. And I look him up, and he has a visor on in every single picture. The guy doesn't wear a hat. And I send a picture to Sam. I'm like, this your man? Like, this is who you are going to defend? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, you don't mind the visor? And she's like, no, I love it. But it has to be a tour visor, she said, not the small visor. And I'm all out on visors. It's just something if I see a guy wearing a visor, I dry up. Like, I just have... It just doesn't do it for me. It doesn't do it for me. I don't know. I think maybe it's like just... You don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. So, but I don't like it. And I know I don't like it. <laughs> well, I like it. And I said what I said. Um, we, I tweeted shortly after only the word visors. And it was a poll. Options. Yes, no, or tour visors only. 49% said no. So maybe Paige is on to something. Um, somebody said, if I had hair, I might have a different answer. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. Take. Yeah, Keith Mitchell does have nice flow. So I think that is a priority when it comes to wearing a visor. Yeah. If it's going to look good, you have to have good flow. Someone said, I need someone to wear a visor and joggers next week. Would love to see the Twitter meltdown. <laughs> I such a good take. That we need to do that. Um, and then this is interesting. Someone said, George Carlin has a funny com- comedy skit about wearing visors where he says, what the fuck is so great about the top of your head? <laughs> So I don't know. You guys are trying to change my mind. I think Keith Mitchell in a visor is, is yummy. But we were talking about this today in the car where it's like, is the guy hot or are they hot because they have talent or like an it factor? Like if you saw someone walking down the street and not knowing that they're talented at something, then how does that make you feel? Like if I see someone with a really great golf swing, that just like, that's hot. Or if you see someone, honestly, even like with a good gait, like if they can run well or if they're athletic, for me, that is attractive. But if I see a guy and he can't do like a squat properly, I'm out. Like, And I'm not saying they have to be athletic, but they have to be athletic enough and coordinated enough to be able to like do a squat. Yeah. No, I hear that. And I think it's, it's, I will say with visors, hat fishing is out of the question, which is good. good. I didn't think about that. Um, So at least we know they have hair at all 
Um, Cause guys are always on girls about makeup and take them swimming because then you'll see what they really look like. I'm like, but, take off your hat. And their sunglasses. Now sunglasses. What? It's like, yeah, or a beard too. That's also one. I think we're onto something. I here. think we're onto I think, something. I think you're 10% more up on visors now. Depends on the person. Okay. okay. Depends on the person. But enough. Sam and I do have very different tastes in men. <laughs> we have different tastes in everything. And everything, but especially men, because we were eating lunch yesterday and there were three guys on the TV. And Sam's like, that guy's hot. And I go, oh, the one on the right. And she's like, no, the guy in the middle. <laughs> and he was like, 55. First of all, right? Like, not that there's anything wrong with that. Okay. Um, we do. We, it's so funny how different we are, but alike. Like we got a pack of chocolates that was dark milk and white chocolate. And she's like, I like the dark. I'm like, great. Cause I like the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, we haven't found anything that we really hundred percent agree on, but I think that's great. I think that's great. Too. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps our, keeps our podcast lively. <laughs> There's always friendly debates. There's always friendly debates. I am, I'm moving a little bit more towards, it has to be tour visor though. I can't. That's do fair. How about those fake visors with the hair on top? Have you seen those? How do we feel about those? I think it's like a, like a 75 year old man does it and he does it well. It looks like a teddy bear. Like it's not realistic looking. But it's so fake that it's funny. And you're like, that guy has a good sense of humor and he doesn't take himself too seriously. The only time you should buy one of those is for a Halloween costume. The only time. Okay, I'm all in on visors, but they have to have the fake hair on them. Oh my God. (laughs) Moving on to TNA. (laughs) So our first golf question is, what storyline slash players are you most looking forward to seeing or learning more about in the new Netflix documentary? I can't say so fun fact about me. <laughs> you stopped right in the middle of the word. I know where this I is going. I can't say documentary. Doc, I, I only say doc. Like if, if you listen back to any of our episodes and we talk about it, I can only say doc because I can't say documentary. Just say it faster. Documentary. Documentary. Okay. There you document- go. <laughs> but like if I see it, I will always say it wrong the first time. Will you enunciate well, well so you want to enunciate the T and you just don't just I'm, documentary right reading's hard for me and speaking is hard documentary see I look at it and then there's no like... it doesn't it's not computing okay document document do- faster documentary there you go that works <laughs> full swing <laughs> What storylines? Okay. Okay. We talked about this a little bit last week and I said I was excited for Brooks to get his redemption story because I do feel that deep down he is a really good person. He's really passionate about his game and I love his relationship with his wife, Jenna. And I think she's really cool and like she just doesn't give two fucks. She also works hard as shit. She works so hard and like she has her own life and her own career and I just find their whole dynamic and their relationship really cool. And anytime she does any behind the scenes, like they'll do Q and A's together. Sometimes he's always about it and yeah. really cool. And like, you can just see the love between them. And so I'm, I'm hoping that people can see a different side of Brooks and get to know him a little bit better because he's always been a, a favorite of mine. I remember the first time I kind of started was when I started following Jenna a few years ago and she posted a picture of her Starbucks coffee on her nightstand and said, like, get you a man who brings you coffee before you wake up. And that's when I was like, I feel like he has a different side off of the golf course that I really would love to see. Not that it's for me to see, but like, yeah, you know what I mean? And so that's when I, you know, started to follow them more and, and really, you know, follow along with what Jenna's doing, designing shoes, designing clothes, bathing suits. Like she is killing it. Yeah. Um, 
And so for me, I would say um, Tony Finau, because we hear yeah. a lot about his kids and his wife and their you know crazy amount of kids and all this stuff that they do, but we don't ever really see it that much. I can't imagine traveling with five, the five or six Talk kids. Talk about a rock star wife. Yeah, she is a rock star and he is the nicest guy on tour. If you will ask anyone who has ever met him, they will all agree that he is the nicest person out there. And yeah. he is, he's just such a genuinely good person. I'm excited to see more about him, um, you know, just seeing what their home life is like, what a week on the road is like for them and for her. I'm, I'm excited to see that. You know, another player that I'm interested to learn more about is Ian Poulter. I have met him and he was, he couldn't have been more nice. Such, such a kind, sweet person. He also has the reputation of being a bit of a dick. Yeah. And, you know, people don't like him. And I think he will be very candid and honest about the live situation because he is honest. And that's why people tend to not like him because he will say whatever he wants when he wants. And that's something that I do really appreciate. And he has a lot of friends, European friends who are on live. And I think that dynamic will be something that I, I'm looking forward to seeing. Love it. Okay. Next question is what's your go-to karaoke song? One sentence. Give it to me. Ice Ice Baby. Mine is Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. That's such a good song. You said that earlier, and I'm like, that. I want to steal that one. Okay, next question is, who has been your greatest role model inspiration? Ooh. I can go first. Yeah, you can go first. Um, obviously, it's not just one person. If I left, like, one parent out, that would be mean. Obviously, my parents. Yeah. Um, my dad has, you know, had his own financial planning company since he was in his 20s and still killing it. And then my mom on the personal side, you know, like my dad's obviously a great person, but my mom cares so much about people. Like mm -hmm. she taught me growing up to when you meet someone and if they say, oh yeah, I'm going to my kid's soccer game this weekend, put in your calendar, put a yeah. note in your phone, like remember things about people and it will, it goes a long way. So I would say them. And then my college coach really taught me, um, my college coach at Arkansas really just taught me how to be a badass, like, and just fight for what you believe in, even off the golf course. She's produced a ton of really solid players and yeah. she's turned that program into, uh, I mean, a world-class program. Yeah. She just signed for another several years and I'm, she loves it there and I'm excited for her and to see the gr program grow, but she really, uh, she helped me a lot. What did she do that was different than, you know, because we, we both transferred than other, you know, coaches that she've had in the past? And what, what can parents maybe look at when they're going through the recruiting process with their kid? I would say the biggest thing, um, we've talked about this before, is make sure that your child likes the way that the program practices. Yeah. Think about how much time that is out of their day. If they hate the way the coach is running practice or the way that they do this or that or the drills that they do, then don't go there. Like yeah. it's three, four, five hours a day, every day. And it's, I mean, yeah, four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I would say that Shauna was so good about learning each of us individually. She knew that she couldn't talk to you the same way she talks to me. Yeah. She can't go up to one of the other girls and be like, hey, pull your head out of your ass <laughs> and hit the green. But she could do that to me. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like, really, really, she knew and she cared. And she had real relationships with all of us, which was amazing. Yeah. She's really like, awesome. I mean, your college coach is like your mom when you're in college. And that's such an impressional time in your life yeah. because it's the first time you're away from your parents and you're learning to practice for the first time. I think it's another aspect on top of that is 
being a college athlete in yeah. time management and being able to uh, balance a personal life with your professional or your school. Your, yeah, you have school, you have your um, social life, and then you have golf and it's it's so much. And then you're 18 and you're growing and you're learning and your brain is developing. And if you don't have someone there to really like guide you through it, it could be really, really rough. And I think we've seen that with a lot of top players in golf who just disappeared after going to college because either they didn't have a good um, experience or it just wasn't the right fit for them or they just discovered that they didn't love golf anymore. And that happens a lot too. Yeah. And I think, you know, I obviously quit playing after college, but that had nothing to do with Shauna. Yeah. And I think it was, it's so important to be surrounded by people who will help you on and off the golf course. Like she would, we would have like mandatory study halls on the road. And I was like, this sucks. But then it's like, what would I have done without that? Like, you know, you hate it in the moment because you're 20 and a bitch, but like now I'm looking back and I'm like, okay, well, that was... can I have mandatory study hall today? Yeah. I have mandatory study hall right now to get my work done. So, okay. Who's you? Who's for you? I would definitely say my parents as well. Uh, they're my best friend. And I know it's so lame to say that, but they have helped me so much in my life, in my career, and they've pushed me so hard. And there were definitely times where I didn't quite understand it. But now looking back at everything that they've done, and they've sacrificed for me, um, I do everything for them to give back to them because they have done literally everything they could possibly do to make me and my sister successful and whatever we wanted to do, which was also really cool. They will support me no matter what. If I'm so passionate about it, they're like all in. And I don't think a lot of parents can do that, yeah. especially with the career path that I have. And you know, I'll, we'll be sitting down talking about the shoe and you know, it could be uncomfortable for my dad, but he's just happy that I'm doing something that I love and my mom is helping me. And it's turned into a real family business. And my sister as well, you know, she helps me out and she's a big inspiration. So it's just nice to be able to lean on people that you know, you can trust and that love you. And because it's, it's, it's hard to find, you know, great people out there. And so being able to rely on them has been really great. And, you know, they inspire me every day. Looking at other people, I really haven't found someone that I feel truly inspired by. I think I take a lot of inspiration. Well, besides, me. Well, besides you, of <laughs> course, clearly. I take a lot of like little pieces of inspiration from successful women out there and trying to read more about their stories and things that they have gone through. And uh, I think that's been something that's been really beneficial in my career, like Serena Williams, how she has pushed through tennis with dress code and, yeah. you know, all the hard times that she has been through and with even someone like a Nicki Minaj, where she's talked about how if a man does something in her industry, he's a boss. And if I say the exact same thing, the exact same way, I'm a bitch. And it's just taking inspiration from all of those highly successful women. And, and we all face the same situations. And it's like, how, how do you overcome that? And how can you persevere through all of that being in a, a male dominated industry? And so again, just trying to learn as much as I can from highly successful women. And, and I meet a ton of them just through my work and asking them questions. And how do you balance, you know, a relationship with your work? And, you know, one day if I want to have kids, like how do you then balance that? It's like, we have so many responsibilities as women and you feel almost like the pressure is crushing you because you need to be great at so many different things. 
but they give me confidence that you can do it all and you can be a superwoman and we are superwomen for what we deal with every single day. And so um, it could be someone famous like Serena Williams. It could be my mother. It could be someone I just met briefly and we just had a you know conversation, but just taking little things from everyone that I mean, trying to implement it into my life. I feel like we got so lucky with our parents. I know. (laughs) Which is it's so rare. You know, I look at my friends and I tend to have a lot of friends whose parents are still together. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. Um, but we got we got really lucky. So here's a quick one final thing before we wrap up. I see some comments sometimes that are on your stuff that's like you mentioned that your mom shoots some of your photos and you do all your own hair and makeup and your dad's involved and your sister's involved. The comments could be like, oh, my God, how does your family support you doing this? And how, you know, you're in a bra. Like, how could your dad be okay with that? How have you guys been able to take this and see it as, I mean, it's a business. It's a business. Yeah. Yeah. We don't see it any different than if I was an actress like Margot Robbie. She was completely nude in Wolf of Wall Street. And no one ever mentions that. Her dad being okay with it. Yeah, because yeah. It's, it's art to, you know, everyone else. And I think people are still trying to wrap their heads around social media and digital content. And I just do what feels comfortable to me. And to me, this is entertainment and we're creating art. And so when I do these photo shoots, I don't mind being sexier because that's a part of my brand and it's how I feel most comfortable. But my mom is like, yeah, like I said, take take your bra off. Let's just do the jacket. Or, you know, she pushes it because she sees the vision and it's something that she grew up in. And my dad, again, if he wasn't confident with himself, then he would have never dated someone like my mother and he wouldn't be okay with what I was doing, but he just doesn't mind that he sees the human body as being beautiful. And that's how I see it. That's how I grew up. And I grew up in a very unconventional family dynamic where, you know, my dad does the cooking and my mom does all the handiwork and, you know, she kind of, they would all agree, but she wears the pants and she's always been a very dominant, powerful woman. And again, that's just what my normal is. And I tend to forget that that's not everyone's normal. And so when I see those comments, it's laughable because they are so proud of the business that I've built. And if I was making the same amount of money and if I was a lawyer, no one would ever say anything. They'd be like, you must be so proud because your child is so successful. Yeah, I do all these things, but most people just don't see it as a business and they can't separate what I do for work as me as a person. And when you say, when I get those negative comments, it doesn't bother me because this is what I do for work. And like I said, I'm doing this for entertainment and this is art that I'm creating within these photo shoots. And, you know, I, we do a lot ourselves and I think people would be really surprised to learn about how small of a team we really do have to create this massive media empire, which again, people don't understand what goes into it, but all of the layers that we have created too. And behind all of that, take away this, the, the sexy image and uh, the cleavage and everything, you have to be business minded to be successful and you have to be creative to think of all these new ideas. And so we're always doing that. And I think once people learn the business aspect behind what I'm actually doing, they respect it. But you just have to take the time to explain it to them. But you, devil's advocate here, because this, you know, this, somebody's thinking this at home. Yeah. You could have gone and hired a photographer to follow you full time. I mean, I'm here, but you know, <laughs> like when your mom takes your pictures, or you could have gone and hired an accountant and somebody to manage your business, or Lexi to help you with the digital side. Like, why didn't you just do that? 
because they're so capable. So, you know, Lexi graduated with honors from Stanford and she helps me with my business. I can't find someone like that off the street. Um, she is more than capable to be able to help me. My mom, she has been in the uh, industry for such a long time. She was a makeup artist as well. She modeled. Uh, she just she gets it. She has been in front of the camera and also behind the camera. And I work so well with her and I'm so comfortable with her that, again, it just makes sense. And I feel that sometimes when I work with other photographers, they just see me as another model. Mm -hmm. And I produce, edit, I do everything with my own content. And so they don't see me as a producer and a model. And so it's hard for me to be able to tell them exactly what I want but I will put my mom in positions and tell her to be like, okay, I want it right here. And she goes, okay. And just like clicks the camera. And so I can be more creative with her and get exactly what I want in a short amount of time. And, you know, my dad as well, they're all highly capable, smart people. And I trust them. And, and they see the vision. Like and they see said, the vision. Yeah. I don't have to sell it. You don't have to sell it. No, I don't have to sell it. And I also don't, I'm so sick of justifying what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. I don't have to do that with them. And I don't have to do that with my team anymore. And that's what's so nice that, you know, I don't have to explain well, I'm, I'm wearing this because of this reason. I'm, you know, I don't have to do that. I can just be myself and they love me for me and they always have, and they would love me if I quit tomorrow. They would love me if I continue doing what I was doing. They would love me if I played professional golf. It really doesn't matter. They just, you know, love what I'm doing. They're proud of me. Well, that was cute. <laughs> Sorry to take that another direction. It was a great question. Um, what's, what's up for the rest of the day? We're going to go film with cheerleaders for the eagles and the chiefs i get to shake my pom-poms i hope they brought you a little cheerleader out oh my gosh i hope not because this morning we <laughs> ate at lolo's which is this amazing soul food restaurant they have a ton of locations and i think you're saying in dallas a couple in arizona vegas. in vegas the most amazing the most amazing food Fried chicken. Not an ad. <laughs> you will, no, not an ad. You will ever have. Um, the banana pudding was like out of this world. We had the shrimp mac and cheese. We had all of that. So I'm really hoping I don't have to be in a small little cheerleading uh, uniform. But he was such an amazing person. And again, just like we got to do really cool things. Yeah. And that's what I love about, you know, my job and then being able to share it with people who matter and Kind of goes back to her saying, I love being able to share the success with my family, but also with like friends like yourself. And we get to do really cool things together all the time. And then we get to reap rewards after of like meeting cool people and sharing their story or, um, you know, people just loving the content that we create. It's just cool to share with people who actually matter to you. And I've built this team and created this team with people who who I consider like closer than just like a business working relationship. Like my agency is almost like a father figure. And, you know, you is like my best friend. We get to do all this cool stuff for work. So, you know, I'm done being sentimental. You can wrap up the episode. <laughs> well, the, now that the last 10 minutes was all sappy stuff, yeah. um, we're going to go to waste management, Super Bowl. We're going to have a great week. Um, be sure to subscribe to only page. Yes. If you want to see all the behind the scenes yes. content, we shot some really cool stuff and then be sure to hit like and subscribe and leave a review for the podcast. Yeah. And we're going to talk to the producer of the Netflix show full swing and we'll release that next week. Bye Have a great guys. weekend. Bye. <laughs> Do you want to improve your game faster and hit your driver longer? The good news is ShotScope can help you achieve your goals. ShotScope has products for every golfer, such as GPS watches, laser rangefinders, and shot tracking devices designed to lower scores and improve your golf by over four shots on average.
I use the Pro LX Plus rangefinder on the course to get my distances. What I love most about ShotScope is tracking my game and reviewing my stats. The great news is your personalized stats are completely free with no yearly subscription. If I can use it, anyone can. Jump over to ShotScope.com today and find the perfect product for you. And remember to use my code PAGE at checkout. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.